Red Podcast. It's Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for experts. I'm David Hooper, and this is the right place if you are looking for a way to get more people to care about your message, getting more people to your message, whether that's a podcast, a blog, a book, a live event. It's a great place to be if you want to make more money for your message, being the go-to guy, the celebrity, the person that everybody thinks of when they think about the niche that you are in. That is what this podcast is about. If you don't already subscribe, you can get it at redpodcast.com slash subscribe, redpodcast.com slash subscribe. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the last episode, John Jantz. I wanted to do a follow-up on my conversation with him, just a short follow-up episode highlighting the things that I think are important to having a successful expert business. And by that, I mean... When people are coming to you, what I just talked about, the go-to guy, you being the key man that people think about when they think about your business or just the person people think about when they think about your niche. We talked about a lot of things on that last episode. We talked about mission. We talked about the hook, having a defined point of view. We talked about evolution of an expert business, how he started very similar to how I started, maybe how you started. A lot of people do one-on-one. It's more of a service business. And you get into products, you get into podcasts, you get into books, you get into events, one-to-many, what I call Memorex, where you're replicating yourself. And eventually, what John did is he started to license his content, where he had people who were doing one-on-one work or doing the live events for him, but using his brand, his methodology, and his content. Talked about the process of writing the book, selling books, researching books. If you have not listened to that already, go do that. It's Red Podcast 285. Just go to redpodcast.com to get it or subscribe. Again, redpodcast.com slash subscribe. I want to highlight three of the things that John and I talked about. These are things that you probably know if you've been listening to Red Podcast, but I think that it is always worth talking about these things. Maybe I'm hitting them in a different way on this episode. Maybe it's something that you want to revisit. Let's talk about them. One, I said this a minute ago, the defined point of view, what I call the hook, what separates you from everybody else? And what is it that people think about or know that they are going to get when they think of you or when they work with you? It doesn't have to be controversial. It just needs to be clear. People want to know where you stand and they want to know what they're going to get when they work with you. This is one of the reasons that I love podcasting. Podcasting, for most people, most expert businesses, podcasting is not the business. It's simply a way to let people know you, let people know about your services, but also let people know about your point of view and who you are. Podcast does that in little ways. And the example that I love to give, you probably heard it if you've been listening to Red Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe so you can hear it. <laughs> I'm sure I'll mention it again soon. Redpodcast.com slash subscribe. When I mention that I'm vegetarian, it's a little thing. It has nothing to do with my business. But every time I say it, and it's happening on this episode, I guarantee you, people reach out to me. Oh man, I'm vegetarian too. How long have you been vegetarian? (laughs) I just bought a Subaru 
I'd had a Subaru previously. I told that probably two or three years ago here. I had a head-on collision in my Subaru. Still here to tell the tale, but it was that that made me go get another one. So I'm getting all this new car stuff. Welcome to the club. They've got a Subaru magazine. They've got Subaru branded insurance just for Subaru owners. It's an attitude. It's an identity. It's a defined point of view. They're marketing to a very specific type of person. Your podcast does that. So if you have a defined point of view, and you should, a podcast, a book, a blog, it needs to come out in all of those things. Let people know what they are going to get when they work with you. Do not try to keep everybody happy. That is where most people go wrong. You will not keep everybody happy. Think about the Subaru. It's a utility car. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Not a lot of Subarus on the road compared to Colorado, compared to Oregon, compared to these outdoor areas where people like the hills and camping in the mountains and maybe there's snow and you need an all-wheel drive vehicle. It's a specialty vehicle. And this is the reason that I bring it up. When I'm in a Subaru, I notice other Subarus. Other Subaru owners notice me. Hey, man, you got a Subaru. Oh, my God, I love a Subaru. (laughs) They want to talk to you. Where'd you go camping this weekend? (laughs) So don't try to keep everybody happy. Keep your people happy. Don't give energy to the people who don't like you. You will not win that argument. Not everybody's going to like you. Don't try. That is exhausting. You are not for everybody. So stop trying to please everybody. You don't even like everybody. You hate some of these people. Be honest. You don't like them. Why are you trying to win them over to you? That's your own ego. Let them go. Don't give them any oxygen. Let them go. Let them go find somebody that they like just as much as the people who really love you. So that's number one, a defined point of view. Don't be afraid to have it. Don't be afraid to broadcast it. That's one of the things that we talk about here. Books, blogs, podcasts, broadcast it, man. Let everybody know. Show up fully. Don't meek out. Get on the front of that stage. Go for it. Spotlight on you. Say it loud. Showing up consistently. That's the second thing. We talked about that. And this means a couple of things. One, it means being consistent in your message. That thing that you're saying loud from the front of the stage Be consistent with it. Again, people want to know what they're getting into with you. They want to know where you stand. The more you can show them, the more consistent you can be with that message, the better off you will be. And the more formats you can do it in too. I talked about this, but in a different way, podcasting, blogs, books. If you can be consistent over multiple formats, it hits people in different ways. What did I say at the beginning of this episode? I said, I'm going to tell you something. You probably already know it. But it's good to think about it in a different way. It's good to hear it again in case you're not doing it to the level that you should. So try podcasting, try blogging, try writing a book, live speaking. It may not be for you. I started to question my live speaking almost a couple of years ago when I had a panic attack on stage. So eh, maybe this isn't for me. It had never happened before. (laughs) But it only took once to make me question it because you don't want to go through it again. Now I have been on stage since then. The last time I was on stage, it was right when coronavirus hit. I was in Orlando, Florida. 
I went down there. Nobody's wearing masks. Came back. Everybody's wearing masks. <laughs> I was glad once a couple of weeks had passed and said, okay, <laughs> I'm going to be okay. But it hit that week. So this was one of the very last events before coronavirus hit. And here's what I said when I got on that stage. I had not been on a stage that big since that panic attack. I leaned into it, man. I said, all right. I had a panic attack the last time I was on stage. My mouth dried up, broke into a sweat. So I need you. I pointed out this lady in the audience who had raised your hand. You're keeping an eye on me, making sure I don't die up here. We made a joke about it. And what that did was it eased my ability to get into that situation. And it showed my humanity. It showed that I wasn't some slick speaker up there. I'm just a guy with some information that might help you. But it got people watching because they were thinking, hmm, is this guy going to have another panic attack on stage? Let's watch him. Then I snuck that information in on him. And that information was very consistent to what you would hear here, to what you would read on my blog. It was the same information. It was the same type of delivery, the same type of personality. The other element of this consistency is that you keep showing up. This is one of the most difficult things to do, in my opinion. People see you for your hour on stage, but what they don't see is the 23 hours it took to get there. That's why my company is called 23 Hours, because most of the work you were doing as an expert is to get on that stage. It is to get people to hire you, and there's a lot more than people see. Somebody described it to me as a duck. You see them floating on the water. You don't see them paddling under the water. And there's a lot of work going on to have that smooth duck swim that you see when you're going to the park with all the old people and the kids feeding them bread. Let me give you a recent example of that work. I've done several sales presentations in the last couple of weeks, and none of them have paid off yet. It's kind of sad. It's kind of depressing. When you get done with one of them, it's like, oh, it's like a bad date or something. Uh, is this ever going to get better? But this is one of the things that I talked about with John and the reason I'm bringing this out here on this second episode about this topic. There are ups and downs of being in this business, ups and downs of self-employment. There are ups and downs of living. You know that. You can't have the ups without having the downs. But when you're in the downs, sometimes you think, I'm never going to get back to the up. And early on in your career, maybe you've experienced this. I've talked about this a little bit. I certainly have experienced this. You think you can't lose. Well, you can and you will, but you'll also win again. So there's two things with showing up consistently. It means being consistent with your message and it means that you keep showing up. You consistently show up and that looks different in different ways. One of the things that I do, I don't think I've talked about it here. I talk about it a little bit on the podcast on podcasting that I have which is at bigpodcast.com, if you haven't heard it. I've got a daily podcast. You have not heard from me on Red as frequently as you would think maybe for somebody who says he's podcasting daily because you certainly don't hear from me daily here, but I've got a daily podcast. And the way that I've gotten good or at least competent <laughs> at podcast hosting is I show up daily and I do the work that it takes. I'm reading out loud. I'm improvising. I'm working on mic technique, vocal variety, 
So I don't sound like that high school kid reading the morning announcements. This isn't natural for me. This has taken many years of work. I started in radio in 1991. I started doing my syndicated show in 2005. And speaking of that syndicated show, that is actually a great example for the number three thing that I want to make sure that I highlight here. One of the things that John and I talked about, and that is replicating yourself, leveraging the syndicated show. We were on one station. We started syndicating, going to multiple stations. We started putting it out on the internet, going to anybody who wanted to download that. Certainly the podcast is that way. I record it once. A lot of people hear it. Books are that way. Write it once. A lot of people get it. A one-to-many event could be that way. You're limited by the number of people you can have in the room, but it's still you saying something once and reaching multiple people with that message. That's one of the things that I talked about with John. He is licensing his content. He's doing something a little bit different because he has multiple people saying his message using his materials. And for some of those people, that's giving him the highest form of leverage, at least when it comes to impact, which is one-on-one. There's no more powerful impact that you can have than a one-on-one conversation or one-on-one work that is customized just for that person. So let's talk about the different kinds of leverages again. You do it when you're on the radio or on a podcast, broadcasting one-to-many, say it once, it goes to a lot of people and it can be replicated. You do it in a group setting, maybe a group coaching program or a live event with a lot of people, and you do it one-on-one. There are a lot of ways for you to leverage your work and replicate yourself Look for those opportunities. That is my challenge to you. Clubhouse, it's a big thing right now. An audio platform such as Clubhouse, that's going to be the next big thing, at least for a little while. I don't know how long it's going to last, but you, if you've got a podcast, jump in there and see what that's like. Sometimes the leverage comes from you. Sometimes the leverage comes from somebody else. For example, Amazon just reached out to me about doing a promotion for my big podcast book. That would be huge because it gives me access to Amazon's massive audience. And when you're working with Amazon, you have access to their massive data. They know who's most likely to read my book. They know the people who have bought other podcasting books. They know the people who are in expert businesses. And they can go to them and they can present it. Hey, buy this book. That's huge. That's me leveraging their data and their audience. So look for these things. Look for ways that you can do it. Replication, things like podcasting, blogs, live events, one-on-one, like what John did with his licensing agreements that he's got. And look for ways that you can do it through other people. Things like partnerships, the Amazon partnership. I mentioned the radio show. That is a partnership between me, my company, and a broadcast company. They had the tower. I had the talent. I had the specific knowledge. To summarize these things, and these are just a few of the things we talked about in the last episode. One, the defined point of view, letting people know where you stand, what they're going to get, being very clear on that. Two, showing up consistency, meaning being consistent in that message that you're delivering, and also consistently showing up. Showing up every day if you need to, every week, making sure that people know that when they need you, you are there. And the third thing, replicating yourself leveraging your own abilities to get your message out and also leveraging the ability of others. That is it for now. More coming. Speaking of leverage, if you want to personally look at doing some of this for your business, reach out to me and let's talk, especially if you want to do it via podcasting. I'm bullish on podcasting, man. 
It is the very best way to leverage your specific knowledge, your personality, record it once. It goes to as many people as you need it to. Bigpodcast.com is where to reach out to me and get more information on that. Bigpodcast.com. Got a lot of options there. If you're interested in growing your audience via podcasting, making more money with your message, getting more people interested in what you've got going on already. Bigpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for experts. I'll see you on the next episode.